as a young portly man at the age of seven maybe seven and a half my great aunt my late great aunt informed me and my brother that santa spelled backwards is satan hey guys welcome back to another episode of daily content your favorite daily podcast i'm your host lincoln and i've got with me your friend my friend phil Hey, everybody. Phil, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Had a beautiful day. I'm covered in soot and bad, bad dreams. Okay, let's jump into that. Why are you, cover- why are you covered in soot? Uh, part of my job is pulling things from shelves. Some of those things have been on those shelves for many moons. Gotcha. And, uh, so covered I'll- in dirt. Dirt. I mean dirt. <laughs> and, uh... That dirt uh, enters your pores, your fingernails, your hair, covered in it. There's a trail wherever I walk. But other than that, I'm uh, just having just a great day. Just a fantastic day. So what you're saying is that factories and warehouses don't, like, clean? Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> uh that seems unsurprising. So when you whenever you take things off the shelves, you just get a face full of dirt and whatever is on top of the things you're taking off the shelves. Every time. That seems rough. It's a good thing that you have to wear a mask because of COVID mm-hmm. to keep out all the... Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, when I take off my safety goggles and my mask, there's just black line just, or outline where they're at. You just have dirt, tan lines, and sunglasses shape around your face <laughs> yeah. when you're done. Like, like I have the worst tan ever. Oh, that's... That's, uh, that's pretty funny. It's, it's pretty good. How was your day so far? Oh, uh, you know, it was a, uh, what's today? Wednesday. Mm. Um, well, we're, we're midway through the week. We're getting there. We're not mm. quite, you know, it's not Monday anymore, which is good. It's not quite Friday, which is bad. So mm. that's about how I am. Um, I hit a pothole the other day oh. with my car. And I don't know, I don't know if you, uh, <clears throat> You've ever hit a pothole so hard you turn your music down and apologize? Mm, you gotta you pull just, over to the road. You just no, I didn't pull over. I just I just turned my music off and just drove silently the rest of the way to work. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was one of those where it was snowing a little bit, and mm. you know how in Indiana it snows and the snow fills up the potholes, but the potholes are not filled up with anything. Mm-hmm. It's just illusions. Um, so I hit one of these potholes on the side of the highway, and boy. It was a real come to Jesus moment. <laughs> Whatever, uh... I, I fully expected to come out after work to my front right tire, which was the wheel that hit it, oh. to be fully deflated. Oh, the the suspense! I hate days like that. See, whenever I had a pothole, which is quite frankly, because let's be honest, I'm a horrible driver. It's okay. You got a truck. You got big tires, so it's yeah. it's a lot more okay. Yeah, but it's an old truck, so I have to pull over to the side of the road and just. Rub my hands on the uh, dash and tell Sally everything's going to be okay. But <laughs> I, I didn't mean it. It won't happen again until it happens again. Uh, just, just, it don't, Sally, it only happens when I'm a little drunk. It's, it's okay. <laughs> just... <laughs> no. You don't drink and drive, Phil. That's, Never. That's right. You don't. Uh-huh. I don't either. Uh, and neither should you because that's, it's bad. It's, mm-hmm. it's against the law. You could hurt a lot of people in yourself so don't, don't do that psa hey uh this psa has been brought to you by our sponsor golf lessons with john if there's one thing our sponsor would like to say to you for you to hear right now is that you should not drink and drive unless you're on the golf course and you're swinging 
swinging a driver at a golf ball, then you should absolutely drink and drive. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do. I definitely. Anyways, so our, our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John. Get your golf lessons from Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. So on my way home from work yesterday, I was I must have been feeling some kind of some kind of feelings because the songs I listened to were uh, the Smiths. Ooh, I listened ooh. to the Smiths yesterday on my way home from work. You know the classics, "Asleep," "There's a Light That Never Goes Out," and you know what I listened to next? What's that? Uh, "Darling of the Indie Hipster Era." I think it's pronounced Bone Iver. Ooh. Whoa. But but Beniver? But Beniver? Boniver? You know, you know, the, the guy who sings real high and off off key and kinda pitchy and mm. that he's got that song, uh, Skinny Love and Blood Bank. Oof. I yeah, so Ooh. I was I was in some kind of feelings on my way home from work. Completely unrelated to smashing a pothole earlier in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I have a couple of playlists I listen to at work. Just through the speakers in my forklift tonight. I realized today that maybe I need to uh, dive into these uh, playlists and make a new one because today I listened to uh, a classic, everyone's favorite, Akon, and then immediately <laughs> followed it by George Jones, old-timey country singer. Uh, <laughs> what a diverse uh-huh. playlist. <laughs> what Akon song, what? Ooh. Dangerous. Okay, nice, nice. I don't it's really, a, I don't really know a lot of Akon songs. He had that one song with Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. I know, I know two, Dangerous, and then one with Eminem, and that is all I know. Yeah. Uh, was uh, did he did he sing that song about being in love with that exotic dancer? Oh yes. Was yes, that I his f- song as well? That might be. I yeah. believe so. Yes. Yeah. Cool songs, music, interesting. I had an interesting conversation. Uh, with a listener about music today and I'm trying to decide if I should bring it up now or if we should cover it on Friday. Cause he was kind of asking a Friday question. Uh, but then I, we got it after last week's Friday episode and I took several days to respond. I'm sorry, Abe. Um, sometimes that happens. You know, you just see someone messages you and then you respond four days later. Lincoln will be punished after the podcast. I will I apologize, be. Abe. I will be, uh, just like the punishment we spoke about, uh, <clears throat> and yesterday's episode, um, I will go out in the yard and find a switch, mm. and uh, Phil will hit me with that switch. It will be uh, painful, but quick. Okay, yep, yep. That's pretty cool. Got some interesting feedback. I guess we're probably going to talk about the music thing on Friday. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we should talk about that Friday. Uh, got some interesting feedback from yesterday's episode. Okay. Uh, I got a phone call today from... I guess it would be yesterday. Sorry. Time isn't real. Uh, I got a phone call from Jay, the individual who makes that sweet, sweet music you hear at the start and end of every episode. Yes. And he was just sharing his thoughts with me about uh, discipline. He is a parent himself. He Mm -hmm. has some kids. Yeah. And sharing his thoughts about discipline and and, kind of what he believed about it. And and, uh, it was interesting. He, He, his style of parenting a large emphasis was placed on intentionality Mm. and using sort of discipline to train your Mm -hmm. kid and show them what to do versus, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. not just being punished Mm -hmm. for for not doing something essentially. So it was a cool conversation. Thanks Jay for calling me. I appreciate that. 
I uh, I have I've been thinking about that, you know, since yesterday, and mm-hmm. I, it made me it made me realize, you know, as an adult, someone who will eventually have children, that I uh, I'll uh, that isn't like a punishment shouldn't just be a punishment; it should be something that you learn, you know. I because I that happened. I think that happens a lot in. Uh, conservative homes where I mean you get the punishment and it's harsh and it's over quickly but there's no like now you know now what do I do how do I make sure I don't do that again other than just knowing that I might get punished again yeah. which I mean I'm sure works but you know did did you feel like being in such a strict home drove you to figure out inventive mm-hmm. ways of not getting caught oh yeah okay me oh, too oh <laughs> yeah you get you get sneaky when your parents are harsh uh-huh. and the stakes, which is literally the opposite of the whole thing. Like that's that's mm-hmm. completely going in the wrong direction of of what this whole thing is trying to do, which is have a have show the the small human that you're raising how to have a healthier relationship mm-hmm. with someone else. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole idea, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you teach them the do's and don'ts of life, and then how do you relate to other humans in a healthy way? And doing things behind their back so that you don't get caught and they don't find out it's not like a healthy means of relating to another human. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing that I think I might hate more than anything else is the phrase, this hurts me more than it hurts you. No, it does not. Yeah, like, how do you know? <laughs> like, are you are you me? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Listeners, if you have... Ooh. I don't know. Uh... Maybe if we you have just... questions for Friday, <laughs> uh, we will do a Friday Q&A this week. Um, uh, spoiler alert, it's going to be me and Phil um, for reasons. Uh, so if you've got Friday questions, please, please, please send them by Thursday at 5 p.m. Uh, and we will answer your questions or at least talk about them. Okay. Probably not answer them. I don't profess to be someone who has answers. Mm. Quick uh, switch to a completely unrelated topic. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about something else that isn't... Uh, punishment yeah uh so today uh on my lunch break scrolling through tiktok and i came across a video of a man being interviewed that was uh a uh, like a member of the cia he was i'm not sure at what facet he was but he was part of the cia he informed a uh scraggly teenager that was interviewing that he uh he was part of a program that slowly killed off all the uh, all the birds in the country and replace them with spy cameras. Yeah, so I follow, birds aren't real. I follow the Twitter account Birds Aren't Real and have for many years. Mm. Uh, uh, I like to... Some people call it a documentary. I like to... Some people call it a conspiracy. I like to call it a documentary. Okay. Yeah, Birds Aren't Real. You can get t-shirts that say Birds Aren't Real on them. Have I you found it. the Birds Aren't Real social media accounts? I have. I, I just followed him on Twitter. Yeah, pretty, pretty rad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, just a whole new world of fascination. Man, if I if I didn't grow up on a on a farm and didn't like shoot birds with like a pellet rifle mm-hmm. in our barn that mm-hmm. would get in like make like messes and put nests all over like mm-hmm. I would I would be half uh, kind of convinced that that was maybe a real thing, mm. but I don't know. I've shot birds. They're not spy cameras unless it's some sort of crazy, super advanced uh, you know, yeah, technology. Like a- like a uh, cyborg uh, bird type creation? Maybe. Oh. I mean, birds might. Birds might be spies. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of them. Some birds might be spies. 
I have met some birds in my life that I'm They're almost snitches. positive could speak. Some, some I'm. <laughs> they got secrets, well, and I want to know them. Some birds can talk, <laughs> or make noises that sound Oof. a lot like talking. Good point. I forgot about parrots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't know. If it flies, it can't be that dumb, right? Yeah, good point. So, although, although as a child, I lived next to a, uh, a you know a big like red barn, and. Because how big the lofts were, we had a, a very big bat problem. You know, especially sure. at night. I mean, you, sure. you see all the bugs flying around like near like, one of the light posts on the property. And you could see bats coming in, and you know they'd eat the bugs. Well, they got to be so many that my dad came up. Well, I don't know if this was his idea, but it seemed very on the fly. He took my mom's pantyhose, put rocks on either toe, and he'd swing, he'd spin it really, really fast, and swing it up into the air, and when a bat sees it, uh, they think it's uh, like an owl or a larger bird attacking it. So it, it will try, you know, to bite it or attack it back. Mm-hmm. And it gets tangled up in the pantyhose and we would catch the bats. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of people like putting up the little owls with the heads that kind of swivel mm-hmm. yeah, to keep, yeah. keep birds and, and bats mm-hmm. away. But I've never heard of that one before. Mm-hmm. We had some barn cats that would occasionally uh, catch mm. bats somehow. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if they just hung out on a tree. I'm not quite sure quite sure how they made that Speaking happen. Speaking of barn cats, did you ever have the... Well, we had quite a few. I mean, we started with two, and two turned into... Like 18? Like 18, and then 18 <laughs> turned into so many cats that we had to have a... Uh, what my dad called a come-to-Jesus meeting with the cats. And, uh, uh, so, as well, as it... Yeah, yeah, this exact same thing happened in my house. <laughs> but here's the thing, is that we learned, uh, after having our first, uh, what I'd call extermination party, <laughs> the, uh... Aww. Uh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> cats. A good majority of the cats had, uh, things like six toes, mm. uh, and opposable thumbs. Yeah, because th- they're all inbred. Yeah. Isn't that is, crazy? It's terrifying. You know? I mean, it's just how it goes, I feel like. Well, I wonder if, if you we have were... two cats around and then two cats turns into 18. Some yeah. of them are siblings. Yeah. But I just, I wonder, like, after seeing a cat with legitimate opposable thumbs, I wonder if we would have left it alone for long enough, would it have eventually grown, uh, grown to be uh, bipedal or bipedal? Yeah. And uh, then learn to attack us. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think they're already there. I just don't think they want to. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen a cat just kind of stroll around on two feet? I have. Have you they, really? They definitely can. Oh, they that's for terrifying. Sure, they can. They can for sure walk on two feet, like a little bit. Um, the last thing we need is a bunch of puss in boots. I think the first thing we need is a bunch of uh, Antonio Banderas <laughs> voiced kitties. I think that's the first thing we need right now. That's what America needs. I think it would be a healing thing for America to have a bunch of. Antonio. All I'm saying Banderas is the danger of cat cats. pirates is real, and we should be. Uh, prepared. I mean, it seems like an adorable problem to have. The, the whole uh, cats having extra toes thing—that's pretty common. Like mm. I've seen that a lot. Like yeah. I think people call that mittens. Like when they have mm. extra like okay. digits, it's just like an inbred thing. Uh, in our barn, we had a similar similar story. Started with a couple cats. A couple cats turned into like double digit amounts of cats. Um, mm. We would try to sell that. We would try to give away the kittens. Yeah. You know, when they'd have kittens, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know if this happened at your house, 
But we started out with like one black cat. <sighs> and, you know, you have a couple black kittens and you can kind of get rid of some of them, but you can never really give away all the black kittens. Mm-hmm. People just don't like black cats. Yeah. And so eventually, over the course of 10 years, we ended up with 100% uh, all our barn cats were black cats. Mm. Every single one of them. There were, for a while, we had some orange sort of tiger cats. We had like a one silvery tiger mm. kind of cat. But then eventually, they were just all black cats. They would give birth to black kittens. We had created our own inbred breed of black cats, exclusively black cats. We, so. As, as a child, I remember us having an actual, like, somewhat house cat. Like, my mom had, a, like, a, a door installed so it'd come in, you know. It was, yeah. it was a little bit thicker uh, than the other, the barn cats. It was, you know, uh, more well taken care of, I'd say. Well, when I was younger, I remember it having kittens once. And it was, it was an all-black cat, had a little white spot right here. But mm-hmm. all of the kittens, all six of them, were, uh, they were gray with stripes and had big bushy raccoon looking tails so i'm almost like 75 percent positive <laughs> that cats can breed with raccoons and i've discovered a new species of cat raccoon uh yeah i think so mm-hmm. I th- we had some early on we had some cats <clears throat> we had this one cat her name was money mm-hmm. and she didn't have a tail and she also looked like a bobcat like her coat was very like mm-hmm bobcat like yeah like very gray you know it's got the brown like it, it was like a double coat so like the real thick hairs mm-hmm. underneath and like the sort of gray stripey yeah she had like the little tufts on her ears we were pretty convinced that at some point in bunny's uh lineage there was some mm. bobcat daddies mm. quick switch i have a question for the listeners now i am in the market for a uh a pet uh something i could keep in my home now uh, one big issue. Uh, well, technically two. Uh, it's a can small. I, can I guess what the first big issue is? Please. You're not allowed to have pets in your apartment. <laughs> that would be one of the issues. Technically, now there's three. I forgot about that issue. Uh, so I need an animal that's quiet. Uh, I detest cats. Yeah, I wouldn't say get a cat. And my apartment is too small for a dog. But I need something that isn't going to shed and is quiet. <clears throat> what could that be? That's a good question. Um, can I can I throw some Please. opinions your way? Okay, I've said this before, but I need you to hear this one more time. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. But see, the issue they don't say a word. The the issue with sea monkeys is that now I have a large tank of water in my home. I mean, or like a mason jar full of water okay fair enough little sea monkeys floating around but i can't i can't technically take the sea monkeys out and play with them you can once <laughs> good point <laughs> good point i i feel like the pet you describe is not you're kind of you're putting yourself in a corner and the things left in this corner are pets you can't take out and play with mm. yeah, i mean you could do like a hamster yeah but they're nocturnal, so they'll just make noise all night, and uh, they won't. That won't fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking something along the lines of guinea pig, slash maybe bunny or a hedgehog. A hedgehog would be pretty sick. I, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hedgehog. I always wanted a hedgehog growing up. I feel like that would have been cool. I had rabbits and stuff, mm. um, and guinea pigs as well. My brother had some hamsters. We had a lot of animals in mm-hmm. the house growing up. 
I, you know, I keep on and something I want to get, uh, just as a cool adult person is an aquarium. Okay. I really want an yeah. aquarium. Mm-hmm. And you can get piranhas. You can get mm-hmm. like red belly piranhas like yeah. around here. I wouldn't say easily, but there's always like at least one person saying that they're selling them on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like some big toothy piranhas would be a really interesting pet. Uh, blast from the past. Do you remember when Walmart used to sell fish? I do. Do, do you, they not? They well, not anymore. They haven't for a few years now. Okay. But uh, I think Meyer still sells fish. Ooh, but at one point, Walmart did have a breed of piranha. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I wonder what you would feed them. That's a good question to end on, listeners. Uh, remember. <clears throat> Friday questions by Thursday at five. If you got ideas for a pet for Phil, that um, is, what are the what are the qualifications? One more time. Uh, can't make a lot of noise. Small and uh, does not shed. Okay. Also, birds aren't real. Yeah, probably also not a bird as a pet. I would not. They're just. I feel like every time I, I don't know. I just have this perception that birds are like kind of dirty animals as far as like they're like we, dusty uh, and stuff. We had a uh, we had a parrot uh, when I was younger and it was the dirtiest animal I've ever come across in my whole life. And eventually it just flew out of the house into uh, the wilderness of Michigan. And so either it died or there is a bunch of half bred or half breed uh, parrots flying in southern Michigan. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, speaking of dirty animals, we'll catch you dirty animals tomorrow. Enjoy your Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I miss you, Corky. Come back, please. Please.